0: Hello, you're listening to uh, something more than The Resistance. (laughs) My name is Matt Connor. I'm the host of The Resistance, and I'm here with my good friend and all things audio and really jack of all trades, Jay Kirkpatrick. Hello. How are you? It's really just me. It's (laughs) me and the... the...
1: (laughs) I'm going to just sit here and and put out the vibe.
0: (laughs) Jay has a lot of vibe, if if you've ever met him. Um... (laughs) We, uh, so we're, we are fresh, uh, off of, uh, not only our recent conversation with Steven Kellogg from episode one, but Jay and I just listened to, um, Steven's new song or, I mean, not so new, but his latest title track objects in the mirror. And, uh, and I have to admit, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little bit emotional, just like reflecting on that conversation, reflecting on that song. We're just listening, I think, and, and if you just listen to the episode, um, to me, Steven is a songwriter who, uh, it, it's so rare to find someone with 20 years of experience, yeah. like saying what they want to say and making observations along the way like that. And so to me, the music he's making now, um, is so important because it's like, you, yeah. know, you know, he's singing and projecting from a place that so few songwriters ever, like yeah. really get to you. And I think that song reflects that. Which we'll actually play that song for you at the end of our sort of talk back session, whatever it is we're calling this. Yeah. Um today.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, coming from someone who is not as accomplished as uh Stephen Kellogg, but still, you know, a lot of things he talked about in his his po in the podcast and his in the interview you had with him was was about the struggle that even All level artists have of this struggle. You know, we live in this consumeristic product driven society. And even as we start this podcast, we, you know, we, we struggled with the question of what do people want? And we tried to fill from there, you know, and that's, (laughs) you know, and we realized really quickly. That that is not going. My heart will, our hearts will die on the vine if uh, <laughs> if we come from that place. Because and it's really hard, you know. And even Stephen here and his struggles about uh, the labels and all those things that he had to he had to push back against people's opinions of who he should be, even fans' opinions of who he should be, um, knowing that in the end. And this is true, I feel like, with so many artists. You think about You 2 you think about all these people that are iconic. The reason they're iconic isn't because they had a product that they, you know, for the most part, a product that they had crafted, like like the iPhone. And they sat and they just, they just had this product that they were like, what's going to fill the niche? You know, it's like they were basically saying... Who they were? They were finding more of who they were, and the reason they're so iconic is because you believe every freaking word they say. I mean, it could be the worst lyrics ever, but you know, you too, (laughs) you too is is a classic example. It's It's like if you, it's every you believe everything those guys wrote. They they believe it. You believe that they believe it, and it's because you feel like it's coming out of this place that's not them sitting and going like a group think product development session. It's like, what is inside of us and how do we merge those streams together as a band? But Stephen Kulloch, you know, his songs are coming from this place of this is me. And if no one likes it, I win either way. I get to put myself out there. Yeah. But the reason people love it is because it, it, he it's totally, he believes ever it's him. It's him. It's, authentic Stephen kellogg and i think that's as an artist on even my level I, i'm not again as accomplished or i've done as many things as Stephen kellogg in terms of writing and going through all the things he's he's gone through but that is the struggle i think even at my level you know playing in bands and recording and art artistically most of my life up to this point my adult life has made money doing artistic things you know just like you you write and so that's the struggle
0: Yeah. I I love, uh, toward the end of the interview, I love that Steven just said, um, like failure is not a word like, like that, that for him, the metrics have changed. And so it used to be album sales. It used to be chart placement. And now it's just, is this authentic to who I am and what I believe? And what's funny is that translates into sales. I mean, I I mean, at least for the audience, I think that he wants, you know, we were just listening to this song, Objects in the Mirror, and it's just sort of a life, um, you know, it's it's Stephen looking back um, in these, uh, over his own life, looking back, you know, there's a verse about like just losing Tom Petty and how hard it is to realize that all the people who mean so much to us are going to go and we're going to go. And at some point, we're all just objects in the mirror And it's the way that he frames it in such a meaningful way. We even just watched a live video of him performing it and he's getting emotional singing it and I'm getting emotional watching it. And it's because here's a real artist making real reflections on a real life. And that means that I'm getting reflections on my own life at the same time that it's impossible for me to listen to an artist like Stephen Kellogg and not hear my own self Mm. or my own story in his story. Um, and and he's able to connect at that deep of a level because he's changed the metrics and he's kind of outgrown the consumer, you know, yeah. art versus commerce is no longer his primary battle. Um, he's kind of found a new way to, to, to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Be authentic. His, he talked to in that song, he sung about, uh, you know, regrets, we'll, you know, we'll hear it in a second, but that idea of the truth is, is that I'm not regretting that I didn't sell or make as much as I could have or should have, I didn't. You know that as an artist, it's the regrets not putting myself out there fully because I'm afraid that if I if I just put it out there like it is, it's going to be rejected. And that's one of the that's one of the struggles we heard about in the in the uh, interview. Is he struggled with? Success and that word success, and realizing at the end of the day, his regrets were not going to be based on how many albums he sold. Or it's it's really as an artist, his regrets were based on did people get to actually see what I wanted to put out there Mm -hmm. in its form that was true and that was, I guess, what was inside of me as close as to what's inside of me and what I hear in my head and what I want to put out there is that what they is that what they get to see? Because if if I got to change it and tweak it and make it palatable to a degree, it be, it doesn't become that. And I have a successful thing, and I still have regrets. You know, and I've given up all these things to get that relationships, family, uh, part of my soul. And I think that's that's uh, speaks to me, speaks to people at all levels who are starting out or who've been doing it forever. Because there are people that are that start there and are very successful at the product at the product development sure. and and then you see I, you know I think of I'm not going to name names but I think on down the road they're imploding and they don't even know why and it's because in the end that's that's not what they really 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 want you know um living out in front of everyone but no one sees them truly that's they're living a life of regret even as successful as they are and so
0: Yeah. Yeah. You you know, for me, the the regret angle is even why like I'm sitting here with you today that, that I've had this idea for a podcast for a long time that I've always felt the fear of launching it. Like, because I don't know what I'm doing. I know how to interview. And then I don't know anything beyond that. (laughs) And when I first had the idea, podcasts were such a weird, like a, like a NPR niche kind of, I mean that no one, I knew like it wasn't ubiquitous. Right. And then now it's so like everyone's starting them. And so it just felt like either you're too early or too late. That's what it felt like. And really I was just grasping for any excuse I could to not have to do the thing that I feel I should be doing. And so when I finally decided to do this, you know, like now I'm in my forties and the forties are really clarifying. Like there's a way you know not in a depressing way but just in a way that you realize there's a certain amount of work i have left and and if i'm allowed to live as long as i hope the reality is there's a finite amount of things in me that i'm going to be able to put out into the world to hopefully do something or mean something and so that makes you kind of pay attention so i started like spending money on a logo spending money on music spending money on on microphones and my you know and i'm sure my wife's thinking <laughs> uh, is, is there money to be made in this? And I'm just in the whole time. I'm just, I, I don't know, but for me, I'm going to regret never stepping out and doing this. And what I love about the conversation with Steven was like, the metrics don't matter to me. The only metric that matters is, was I obedient to the impulse that I feel? That's it. And right now I'm sitting down with Jay Jay came along, saved the podcast and did everything I didn't know how to do. (laughs) And, and then now I'm able to say I am stepping out in obedience and doing it. And to me, of course, I'm all kinds of worried about how it turns out. I'm all kinds of worried about what the reception will be. Um, And at the same time, I ultimately agree with Steven at the end of the day. The only metric that matters is that we did it. And if we do these handful of episodes and that's it, and no one ever listens, except, my wife, cause she's trying to like up the metrics to make us some money, you know, then that's fine. But, um, but yeah, I think that's why I connect with Steven so much. And, and I, we feel, you know, I mean, he doesn't know it. We're not great friends, but I'd love to be great friends with him because I feel like we're birds of a feather of some 40 year old guys agreeing to be obedient to the impulse that's inside <laughs> of
1: us. So and the good thing is, I would think too, that he sits in his basement, like we sit in our basement and uh, with his friends and hangs out and writes <laughs> beautiful things and does things they want. and, and uh, it's funny to say, sitting in the basement. I think we were joking about that scene from Wedding Crashers, Funeral Crashers, or Will Ferrell's yelling out for meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf, Mom. Where's, your, where's your pizza rolls and video game headset? <laughs> so I just, fi- I just picture Stephen Kellogg sitting in his basement, yelling out for meatloaf, and uh, <laughs> and feel like r- really <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, I should probably stop there. Anyway, but I feel yeah, I feel like I feel like it, seeing him and knowing that he's uh, he's on a similar, he's been on a similar journey, and. Uh, And he would he would believe and he would say, I think, to you and to me and to anyone that, you know, regardless of if you get to his position or success, that uh, your regrets will be will not be how successful you weren't. It'll be whether whether or not as an artist, you put put yourself out there bravely.
0: And I think that goes for not just creative endeavors, but I think that goes for anything that that we put ourselves out there toward relationships that need mending We put ourselves out there toward um, The impulses that we feel To bridge Whatever the distance is Um, So yeah On that note we'd love to play a song for you Here's Objects in the Mirror By Stephen Kellogg
2: I'll be trying to reach you Till I hear you It's so wonderful to think That you were born So many years ago Eleven, twenty-eight Seventy-six The day that I was born Right before my parents split And it was hard I know On them When you're young Raising Children As we look Been toes on towards those days you wish were still here. There'll be objects in the mirror. One twenty eight eighty six. Our eyes glued to schools, only television sets. Don't 2003. The day I say goodbye to my favorite refugee, if he came to us again, would we? 2012. Last day I remember, Mama acting like herself when the angels took her home. I was never so alone. up. 12, 31, 17 Surrounded by my family 12 o'clock on New Year's Eve Throwing paper on the fire Nothing else that we require Cause a heart with no regrets Is as good as it can get. As we look back through the looking glass, visions closer than they appear. This one. All these objects in the mirror Objects in the mirror